Hey, I'm Dean. And I'm Derek. Let's go to work. So, Derek, I've been thinking a lot about this. That scares me. No, seriously. It yep. comes down to relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, most people who on the radio or podcast talk about relationships, they're talking about personal husband, wife, boyfriend, girl, whatever. Okay. I'm talking about relationships and the lessons we've learned in our business by creating relationships with people. Number one, we love their product mm. and we like them. Right. And then the business happened automatically. It's more organic. So when I was doing the post-production, I mean the pre-production for the show, Hmm. I started to look. And because we know our guests today are uh, the main people behind World of Concrete, the largest trade show in the country or one of the largest. In the world. Right. And we we know uh, Jackie Jackie and Steve very well. Hmm. And we hit it off with them because it started off as we liked each other. Well, and they then let, the business came after. Yeah, true. I mean, they, they got the message and all that. So Jackie James is the group director, right? And Steve Pomerantz is the uh, senior marketing director, correct? Of World yes, of two big shots. Two big shots. Hey, yes. hey guys, are you there? <laughs> yes. All right, there, there they are, the grand fromage. That means big cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we Jack, like you, you, heard, you heard the opening where we are talking about relationships, but... You know, I, w- I want to jump right into the world of concrete because we've been going down there for years. We, we've worked for you over the years, uh, shot a couple of TV shows down there. I, I never sat back and, and asked you, how did this world of concrete show get started? Well, uh, it was started long before the two of us were here, but it was launched in Houston in 1975. And many of the existing co-sponsoring associations today are still members. They were part of the launch in Houston, and they're still very involved. And the show has grown and evolved as the industry has grown. So, Jackie, when you say it got started back in the 1970s, how many exhibitors do you think you guys had back then? It was a handful of the most important leading suppliers at that time and um, today we have 1500 exhibiting companies in more than 700,000 square feet of exhibit space it's definitely grown <laughs> you think <laughs> you think it's yeah. grown Dean and and you know I'm glad you brought that up Jackie because first time going to world of concrete it's almost overwhelming it is overwhelming. I never realized. We, we did home shows and things like that. When Derek and I first got to World of Concrete in Vegas, I was just blown away at how big. I never realized how big our business was until I started walking uh, the outside and inside of your show. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, we feel the same way when we go. <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. So then, Jackie, when did you start getting involved? And then, Steve, we're going to get to you, too. Don't be so quiet over there. Jackie. I'll try not to. Yeah, exactly. You're the troublemaker. Uh, Jackie, when did you start getting involved at World of Concrete? I actually started 17 years ago. Mm. And, um, you know, I've been in this business for a little over 30 years in the trade show business, but with World of Concrete for 17 years. And you're the group director. Now explain that. What's that title mean? 
group director, you know, I'm responsible for the day-to-day management and and well-being of the team that that we have. We have uh, 13 people on our team, and we work year-round on World of Concrete. And Steve, you're the senior marketing director. Yes, the senior marketing manager. Manager. And so in that, what are your responsibilities, and how does that work with Jackie? Who works for who? Let's get there. Who works for who? I definitely work for Jackie. <laughs> Smart man. I feel and, like I work for Steven. <laughs> and, and I'm basically uh, responsible for all the promotion that goes in and around the show. So anything involving um, promotion to exhibitors, attendees, press, um, and then runs a gamut from digital to traditional um, print advertising to um, magazine advertising, social media, pretty much anything that, that would promote the show to get people to either be interested in exhibiting or attending. So, you know, it's, it's a huge operation behind the scenes that we don't get to see. Right. Because we show up once a year and we don't realize how much time and energy it takes to put on a show like that. Well, like Dean, at the end of World of Concrete, right? So in the end, and that week in February, at the end of this, you know, 2020 coming up, World of Concrete show, right. how long do you guys take before you start working on 2021? We actually start working we're on there. 21 before we even leave for the show. There you yeah. go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That shows you how big of a production is. Yeah. And you know, I, I want to go back to relationships, uh, Steve. You have seen over the years companies that, that started exhibiting with you in small booths. It was a big, it was a big jump for them to, to uh, rent a booth and, and fly some of their uh, people out to Vegas. And then you've seen them grow with the show. That must be pretty incredible for you as you get to know people and see them year in, year out, and their companies and their booths get bigger and bigger. It is, and it's also really amazing for us to see how the show has grown attendee-wise as far as um, attracting international attendees from all over the world. We've, we've really um, branched out, and, and the show has is, is, you know, become much larger than, than it was right before the you know, the recession back in, I guess it was 09, mm-hmm. where things kind of took a little hit. So we've been building up ever since then. And, and, you know, the show has really grown over the past 10 years. So how many, like when you say attendees, give us an idea of the number of attendees. We usually get around uh, 55 to 58,000 professionals that attend the show. That's yeah. it, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could lie a little, Steve. I like one hundred and fifty-five thousand a day. <laughs> but that 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 for people in the trade show that's world, huge. that's huge. Yeah, that is huge. Regular yeah. trade shows don't get near those numbers. No, no, not no. even close. So, Jackie, what? How many companies? I mean, how many countries are represented within the show? Do you have an idea on that? Well, it's well over a hundred, but you know, we work very closely with the international. Um, buyer program that the commercial services department has and we probably have 40 delegations from countries every year and we have about 11,000 international attendees it's it's pretty significant you know that's and we, we world of concrete's become a global brand right i mean we yeah, noticed that yeah i was going to say we also 
we also have um, a you know on-site press room that I manage while we're at the show, and even that I notice we get several hundred press and and a lot of international um, reporters and editors from from all over the world coming to report on our show. You know that ties into my next uh, question, Jackie. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of larger companies that that exhibit down at World of Concrete. And they said one of the biggest parts of the growth of their business is a lot of European companies want to get business in America. Mm. And they're finding the world of concrete. Here's the thing. People think that it's just these exhibitors and attendees. But there's I'm sure you've seen it, both of you. There's a lot of big business that's going on behind the scenes of the show that nobody knows that's going on. But they're doing some big deals at the show. It's not just showing products, right? For sure. Definitely. I mean, it's really Yeah, about- there's a lot of partnerships that's, that are started. And, of course, you know, just like any business, there are, you know, World of Concrete is specifically for OEMs, original equipment manufacturers, and exclusive U.S. distributors. So there are tons of dealers and, you know, their customers that, that are brought to the show each year to show new products. So there's a lot of business done there. So you were you brought up the word partnership and it's the word that keeps coming to me with that is networking, right? I mean, networking Definitely. really is the future of everything. You've got to be good at that. And you need to be at those places for that, right? So you said you have a global brand now. So there are other worlds of concrete shows, correct? There there is World of Concrete Asia. And we have World of Concrete Europe, and we have partners in both of those locations that we work with. But we have some smaller World of Concrete pavilions in the Canadian events. And then, you know, Informa is a very large international company, and they have just recently purchased some other events that take place in in you know Indonesia, India, uh, Brazil uh, that are that are concrete shows. They're not World of Concrete at this point, but they are concrete shows and very well run and and attended. And you know each each country treats concrete a little bit differently, so it's. The shows are different too. They're, course, they're, the right. shows are a reflection of what is happening in that particular country, yeah. just as World of Concrete is in Las Vegas. It's just the culmination of everything. And guys, I know we've been putting a lot of focus on World of Concrete, but the company behind all of that that you work for is Informa, as you just said. So Informa is in charge of, like you said, so many other trade shows around the world that you do. So how many people are employed by Informa, roughly? It ha- I mean, it has to be in the thousands. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a huge yeah. company. But you have tentacles all over the place. I mean, the industry of trade shows, as we know, we've been to so many different types, you know, the smallest ones to the largest ones and speaking at them all. Uh, it's a huge industry, but it's how business continues to do business. You know, oh, you, yeah. You, face you, to face. Yeah. People want to be with people. Right. Yeah, you know what, that, Steve, that brings me to my, my next question, is you deal uh, directly with the marketing people from other companies that exhibit there. Do you ever have talks on why year in, year out they come back? What's the benefit uh, do they see from World of Concrete? 
Well, I, th- I think they're they're always doing business there. They see uh, they meet the right people that are making the decisions for a lot of the companies that come and exhibit at our show. Um, they get a chance to uh, do a press conference where they launch new products to the press, which gives them a lot of editorial coverage at the event. So it's really good exposure and it's really good um, opportunities throughout the whole entire week to um, you know meet with. Uh, potential business partners that may not have existed before and also an opportunity to catch up on people that they already do business with that come to the show. It is because what it, what it's done from from my little take on talking to some of the companies down there, uh, they it's it's number one on a lot of companies lists for their marketing team. Mm. And especially to younger people, we always talk about bringing in younger people and trying to work on our side, the trades and educating the younger generation. Well, you, you, Younger people going into some of these larger companies, yeah. what an experience going down to World of Concrete and just seeing what the business really is. Well, Steve and Jackie, you remember that time that you asked us to speak to the, uh, there were I think four different high schools that came to in. To the students, yeah. Yeah, remember the yeah. students. And you were smart where you had different companies come in and Dean and I were, got 20 minutes or 15 minutes to do our talk and all that but that investment in those kids is right on track with what we think and we just love to be involved in that um and if there's anything i just want as dean was bringing up the younger generation and all that if there's anything that you could say to these kids right now about what you've learned about what you're doing like what advice would you give them be a sponge you know if you if you get the opportunity to go to world of concrete or to any conference or any on-site training anywhere be a sponge you know learn meet people um you know take advantage of education wherever and whenever you can find it and steve what about you in the in the area of marketing because marketing tends to be a very um popular focus in colleges and universities uh, and even with the kids in high school what would you what's some of your advice to them well I think that one of the great opportunities that the show affords uh, students to come is the ability to actually talk to people in the companies that they may eventually work for they could walk around the show floor they could they could meet with different um, principals different companies and ask real-world questions about the business and and what they're interested in going into, which I think is really valuable because that doesn't, you know, that's not an opportunity that presents itself to many people Mm. um, while they're still in school to be able to meet so many people in one place like that. Well, you know, Dean and I were saying, as you know, we talk to these kids and we say to them, get on LinkedIn, get a LinkedIn page going right now because you can start making connections all over the world. None of us had that growing up. but you right. know it's, it's it's a great right Jackie. <laughs> Jackie yeah, no, we no. <laughs> but it's a great network and that really is what you guys do with all of your shows it's a great network you know dino remember when yeah, we yeah i don't think any of the any of the social media platforms are they're all great but i think the face to face opportunity that the show affords people is one of the, exactly. the great things about trade shows still exactly because you can do all the video you want you you can try to show off the show and we've done mm. that but it's it's like going to a, a live concert or a, a football game live. It's the energy that you can't you can't put in the video. Well, it's going back to Italian in the beginning, Dean, which is about relationships. It is, you know, it's like that's how you make them. Like for example, when we were there interviewing people, remember the two guys 
that were looking at the massive Dean. It was this massive concrete um, mixer. You know, the type that gets boomed yeah. onto a floor and a skyscraper. You know, right. Steve and Jackie, the ones I'm talking about. They're massive. Yeah. And there are these two guys from Africa. I think Nigeria or somewhere. And they're looking at it and they're talking. And I went up to them. I said, hey, guys, where are you from? And they told me. And I said, oh, you know, what do you do? They said, well, we use a mixer like this, but it's only 24 inches wide by 18 inches. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, yeah. so what do you do with your concrete mixer? They said, we make block. They said, we make two block with each mix. And I said, well, what do you do with your block? And they said, we build huts for our villages. Yeah. And I was like, where were we going to meet these two guys other than in Vegas? Right. But think about their perspective. <laughs> there they are in their world. Yeah. And they come to exactly. a place like Vegas. Yeah. And they see that, I mean... They were practically crying. No, it is. They it, were practically crying. And Dean, I said, Dean, come over here. You got to meet my two new friends. And we never would have met if we weren't there. And that's the type of connection that's happening, right? Clear that's exactly the connection. And that's, that is, it, it's that type of experience for everyone that we want to create on site. That's That's the... The whole purpose of a trade show is to bring buyers and sellers together. Exactly. And exactly. then all the other stuff happens. You know, people meet people, people network, they they improve their skills. I mean, it's just, it is, it's the only place that you can do it. Right. right. And, at a trade show. And you know what? I want to uh, take a break and get back to all that other stuff, Jackie. I have a couple of questions on that too. So we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Dean. And I'm Derek. Our podcast, Let's Go to Work, is going on the road. We'll be in Las Vegas this February at the World of Concrete. We're going to interview top companies from the U.S. and around the world telling their stories. You'll get to meet the people behind the successful companies who are the first and last word in concrete. So for more information, go to worldofconcrete.com. Hi, Jackie. I wanted to pick up on the last point. You were talking about behind the scenes, and it was very interesting to me because I didn't realize this, Derek. I always thought the show was all these exhibitors, uh, the crazy competition, the bricklayers uh, competition outside, mm. uh, you know, everything that's going around and your senses are going 100 miles an hour. Right. I didn't realize, Jackie, uh, the amount of classes, uh, education classes, that are going on upstairs in, in rooms. Absolutely. We have uh, about 150 sessions that are going on. We have industry training that associations and some of our exhibitors have put together. Uh, we have hands-on and interactive sessions. We have uh, train the trainer almost 6,000 attendees take education throughout the week. It's really a great program and probably one of the most significant concrete education programs in the world. So what is the feedback you're getting? Because, you know, I focus on the companies that manufacture. I focused on, on people that sell. There's a huge uh, group of attendees that are the actual men and women that get their hands dirty, that build these high rises and these big commercial oh, yeah. jobs. So th that's, a, that's a whole separate group that's part of these uh, education uh, classes you offer, right? Absolutely. 
quality quality attendees taking education throughout the week. They're trying to uh, either learn more about concrete and admixtures and concrete repair and um, or they're they're trying to to enhance the skills that they have, you know, with their business skills. They're learning about safety and new rules and regulations. Uh, we have 18 co-sponsoring associations that are the leading concrete associations, and um, they're all there at the show for support. And we also have uh, the Mason Contractors Association, who um, is very involved in the show and and has a has an education program there and hold their annual convention there so um, a lot of very um, important groups are there to help grow the industry and make sure the industry stays safe and you, you know what I love about it too you meet a lot of these uh, men and women that own or run large construction companies in our business mm. Yeah. It's it's like you have this bond, this automatic bond where it's so easy to meet people that you'd never get a chance to meet anywhere else and you start talking the business and all of a sudden it's like, "Hey, we're staying we're staying at the Wynn. Why don't you come out to a dinner we're having?" or it it becomes this thing to where it's an annual thing for a lot of people. Well, and, that, and wait a minute, that's where the best business is done. Right. The best business is usually done after hours over a conversation or something where you just relaxed, you know? Yeah, they're building a relationship. Yeah. And it's it's pretty much that way all over the world and even more so in some countries. But, but at World of Concrete, I mean, and Stephen can, you know, enforce this or, or not enforce it, but it's it's we have a loyal following you and do. people love the show they they enjoy it when they come it's 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 work but it's also it's enjoyment. like their Super Bowl of the year. Like they, right. they yeah. love coming out there, and and the city lends itself to, you know, a good time. You know, there's things to do in the evening, as 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 well as you know, attend our show during the day. So, it's it's a break for these guys to come out and and refuel their their batteries and and learn and and see people they haven't seen in a while in the industry, and then just go back and hit the ground running in the beginning of the year. You know, it's they have lots, lots of friends that they've made over the years at World of Concrete. Close friends, so yes, that became very yeah, close, close friends. friends. Right, and you know, Steve, it's funny you brought up like a Super Bowl. What kind of pressure do you put on yourself to make each show better year after year? That's got to be a lot of pressure on you and Jackie and, and the team. It, it is, um, but it seems like every year we we you know, have a handful of new events that we promote. We we have different things that we focus on at the show and we try to keep it fresh for the attendees. We want to really present them with a really fun experience every year that they're going to enjoy and, and be able to take advantage of everything we have to offer. So there's pressure, but but it's fun pressure. We It's like putting on a huge event every year. It's like a, I, I always try to explain to my friends when they ask what I do. It's like I do marketing for a trade show and they don't quite understand like what that is. And, yes. I, and I try to explain to them that's like putting on this huge elaborate event or wedding and then the wedding happens and then you start all over again for the next <laughs> year and, and prepare before the, before the event's even over. So, so it's fun in that, in that way that it's, that it's a lot of pressure, but it's also a lot of fun to be involved in something that, that, has a culmination every year of, of the actual on-site event. So, and that people are so happy with. But, but yes. the biggest thing that makes a difference each year are the exhibitors. 
the exhibitors really played to play to the attendees you know they're they're bringing new products they they've got their new booth they they really try to set the stage so that business can be done there and that they they try to make it interesting they they like to engage the attendees in their booths so it's a it really is the effort of the exhibitors as much as it is for us it's they really bring it. No, you're right, Jackie. We've seen that firsthand, but you use the word engaged, and that brings up a question for me, Steve, with what you do. I mean, that whole, that has to be led by you guys. That's kind of a mission of yours is to engage everybody, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so do you find that technology over the years, the way it's changed, that that's what at your fingertips right now, how has that helped you guys? How has that helped you communicate your message? Um, I think the, the the advent of social media is a is a way that we've reached out to people over the last five or six years. Um, you know, video. Um, the website. The website. The I mean, I mean, website, there's really our app. yeah. The, yeah, the, the app that we have for our show. I mean, there, there's so many different ways that technology has given us the ability to give more information, better quality information to the to the end users. Um, so, so it's definitely, you know, made a huge impact on, on how we market the show. Right. So the world well, of con- and the technology Go in ahead, the Jack. business, I'm sorry, yeah. the technology in the business, the whole North Hall is full of technology right. for yes. concrete and masonry. So it's, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, the, the thing I'm finding on the ground now, World of Concrete isn't a well-kept secret anymore. Everyone knows about World of Concrete. Mm. I talk to a lot of uh, men and women who are carpenters, and they know about World of Concrete. And and I was always wondering, are you finding now you're getting calls from exhibitors that aren't technically in the concrete business, but want a booth down there? They want a piece of the pie? I think that the majority of the people, the exhibitors that we have, are they have some relationship to construction, concrete construction, masonry construction. We don't like to have too many uh, non-concrete exhibitors, or you know, that that aren't in the industry. That's um, I guess what I'm referring to are more uh, lifestyle booths, things right. like that. Sure. Um, but we do, we actually do have a lot of exhibitors who have safety clothing, you know, uh, hard hats, different different things that people wear or use every day. Yeah. Um, because well, I, I think that's one of the strengths of our show is is that yeah. we really focus on concrete and masonry as a, as our primary thing and we don't we want to you know there's a lot of construction shows throughout the world that that have a lot of different business sectors represented but one of the best things that i think that that is about world of concrete is that we focus strictly on the concrete construction and masonry construction industries so people that come to our show are really high quality um, group of people that are that are in this particular industry. Right. You know, it's funny, you guys, because I think about when we grew up with my dad with his, you know, bag of chisels and hammers and tools, and we did true masonry. We probably were working with 50 different tools, 
we had two different trucks. We had a mortar mixer. We had all the safety. I mean, it's hundreds of things just for our little local company that we grew up with with my dad in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Um, yeah. And, I, and a lot of people don't understand the tentacles of the industry that way. They hear concrete, and they think of just concrete. But we don't realize how big it is. Right. The aggregates in it, the mix. How do you get it? You know, how do you figure out the slump? I mean, so much. It's unbelievable, Jackie. It really is. But then I was thinking the other day, what if concrete was never invented? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That would not be good. That would not be good. (laughs) Yeah. You know, think about it. The biggest thing that you're saying, and and that's one of the things that we talk about when we travel around the the world, you know, we, we go on a lot of trips and go to other shows, but we, we serve so many different sectors of the concrete and masonry business, yes. you know, and I mean, from production, material handling, repair and demolition, concrete reinforcement, decorative concrete, all of those things all have different other things that are related to them, all the products, all the techniques, all the education technology. and the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the technology. It's, it's, it's so many things and we're very broad yet like Stephen said the show is very much focused and that is our focus we are the largest concrete specific show well doesn't that tie that I know of in the world right but doesn't that tie into your 2020 vision I mean you have a tagline on the website this year right what's that what's your motto yes. right now what is that I want you yeah, to say it's the, it's the it's the first and last word in concrete Exactly, and, and basically, you know what that represents is, um, you know, we're the beginning and the end of everything that's involved in the concrete industry. Alpha and omega, which which is a <laughs> huge which is a huge uh, market segment. A study just came out. I never realized this, and it pr- it proved to me that we're we're ignored by the rest of the world in advertising because they think we just walk around with ripped jeans and. You know, muddy, muddy shirts and work boots. Well, you do. Well, all the time. Yeah. Right. But our business, <laughs> our business, the uh, MCAA just commissioned a study. Our business is $22.7 billion. Right. And in the next five years, it's projected to be $32 billion. Right. That it's blew everywhere. me away. Yeah. I never realized how big our business, just well, our section. But then it makes me think about Jackie and Steve. Like how difficult they're is loaded, it? right? You should so see you... Jackie's house; it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> is Steve still living in that little trailer? Steve still living in that little trailer? Uh, is uh, but it makes me think about you know how do you take that message and funnel it into a clear you know a clear message for the year for each show? That must take a tremendous amount of work, meetings, uh, you know, communication. Yeah, we're we're fortunate enough to work with an ad agency, um, MDG is their name, and and we've been working with them for for geez probably fifteen years um, since I started working on the show, and and what we do is we get with them and, and we have a strategy meeting and talk about the goals that we want to achieve each year and what we want to convey to our exhibitors and our attendees, and then they'll come back and present to us you know, some options. And then we kind of work with them in the development of our campaign for each year, depending on, you know, what the messaging is that we'd like to put out there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you need that. You need someone to help you yeah. focus all that. Right. You got and, so much to do. And we keep talking about technology. Uh, Jackie, do you see 
Do you have a glimpse into the future how all this technology is going to change what, what you and Steve do on the ground in Vegas? I hope not. <laughs> I mean... You think they're going to get replaced with no, robots? No, I, I picture all think? of us walking around with these <laughs> virtual glasses and we're walking around. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's just, all this technology is so fast. I don't fast. see it. I don't, I, I think there are so many really cool robotic and 3D printing and uh, there's, there's so many new technologies that are being developed and I think people are still trying to figure out where exactly they fit in each of the segments but the fact I think still remains at a trade show people do business with people and you can of course do business online and we all do and, and it's great and convenient but it just seems like this this group, our audience, they want to do business face to face, and they they come every year, and and it's it's more like we talked about in the beginning a relationship, and it makes a difference. Well, it's a, it's a community. It's a community yeah. of people that that all may work in different size companies in different places, but but they all have that one thing in common is that they work in this industry and when they all come together every year at our show, it I think it's a good feeling for them to be able to see other people like them that understand the challenges that they face in the in the industry and and find and solutions. Find solutions yeah. together. Yeah. So you know, then, I have to admit go ahead. Um I'm a little ticked off by that answer from both of them. Why? Because that was a <laughs> trick question and they just blew it out of the water. Well, what are you trying to trick them on? I thought I was going to trick them with the new technology thing, and they brought it right back to relationships, and so I blew it. I thought I was going to get them to stumble. I love when Jack and Stevie, uh, uh, Jackie and Steve, Stevie, kind of Stevie, I was thinking Stevie, Stevie one, yeah. Maybe? yeah, sorry, <laughs> wow. Do you call Jackie? Do you ever call him Stevie? I don't think so. No, no. I think I think we should start changing that. That's a little I like awkward. That. Hey Stevie. That's, hey, we worked we worked together for almost fifteen years, but that's that's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But you know what they did? They brought it back to because that's the thing. Because that is the thing. You hear in our business and every business uh, disruption. Yes. Right? right with technology, how it's disrupting. The, the contractor world, the construction world, how it, and they're it's, all it's about changing everything. They're all about connecting. And I That's do it. think technology has been great. We all use some form of yes. it, right? But we're still human beings, and it comes down to relationships. Right. And I, if I can reinforce one thing about World of Concrete, and we're not paid advertisers here or anything like that. We're just two two masons who happened to stumble upon World of Concrete back seven or eight years ago. The relationships blew me away from everyone. Mm. You you guys represent a huge company in Forma. But when you talk to the people behind the scenes, right. it's like you're talking to just regular people that you do business with every day. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that ties into our last question, guys, because we're, we're getting to the end of it here. But you brought up struggles. You brought up, uh, you know, growth and all that. What have been some of the struggles along the way? What have been some of the failures? Like I mentioned earlier, I mean, I mean, when the economy had a difficult time back in, oh yeah, I guess it was was it oh eight oh nine, Jackie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was difficult because it was, it was kind of out of our control, mm. and and we had to make the best of what was out there and and 
you know, rebuild like many trade show events did, you know, everybody lost a percentage of exhibitors and a percentage of attendees when the economy got really tight. So it's been building up that audience and, and the show from that point and almost starting not all over again, but, but starting back a few steps to, to get to where we are today. So that's been, you know, a challenge that, that I think every business had to deal with from so at that point in time. That's a really good point, Steve. I mean, that, that is something a lot of us can relate to that time. So for you personally, and you too, Jackie, when you were faced with that challenge, how did you, you know, look at your job and how did you say, okay, here's where we need to focus? Like, what was your own struggle within your role and how did you solve that? I think the biggest thing for us was it was disheartening to hmm. see the industry suffering so much. True. So it was really important for us to create a place where they could still come. They may not bring as many people, but they could still come figure out, you know, meet with other people, see how they were handling their business during that time. And it was just, I think, seeing a lot of people out of work, um, those, those things were really hard for, for us, you know, as a, as a business, but more so just being in Vegas and, and um, you know, hearing the stories from people. So we just tried to create a show and go on with, with, you know, good, good feelings for what's going to come out of this. It's always cyclical. It always comes back around, right, you know? Right, so right. you have to, you have to carry on. And, you know, there were some, of course, who couldn't carry on. And, you know, but there, there's been, you know, lots of acquisitions in our in our uh, business, as many of you know. Um, there, there, change change happens. It's constant. It's going to change, and we just have to always stay relevant to the industry that we're serving and listen to our people, listen to the attendees, listen to exhibitors, um, and provide them with what they need. Yeah. To, to carry on their business. And, you know, the, the world of concrete did exactly uh, the same thing that the people come who exhibit and attend there. You know, I, I always describe our world as like, no matter what it is, whether it's a good economy, bad economy, great weather, freezing weather, you do the same thing every day. You right. put on your work boots and you just move forward. Yeah. And you try yeah. not to think about all the bad things. And, you know, I've seen it, tie, it. It ties back into your work ethic. Ask any Absolutely. any contractor in, in the concrete world, have they had ups and downs in the business? Sure. And what what's the one thing? They just keep on going. Right. They, no matter what, they keep on going. And, and you guys are a perfect example. That 2008, 2009 stunk. Ooh, that, that was, was tough. tough. Yeah. Hey, Steve, can you uh, just give us the dates for 2020 and also give us the website? Yeah, the website is www.worldofconcrete.com, and the dates for this upcoming show are going to be February 4th to the 7th, and our education program runs from the 3rd to the 7th. The first day, the 3rd, is strictly all education, and the trade show opens up on the 4th. Great. Thanks, Steve. Hey, listen, folks, we have Jackie James here and Steve Pomerantz from Informa. And their big ship is the world of concrete. And it's been a pleasure to have you guys on. Um, and we're looking forward to talking to you again. 
Thank you. Great. We look Thank forward you for to having seeing us. you at the show. You got it, guys. Thank Take you. care. I appreciate it. 700,000 square feet. 700,000. Did I say? You can't see it. Remember I had the clicker on me? Yeah. Uh, I walked 15, we did the app. I, 12 yeah. to 15 miles a day. Yeah. You were into and that. And I still yeah. didn't lose my head fat. <laughs> head fat's the hardest You can't fat lose head lose. fat. We've <laughs> talked about that. We should do a whole show on head fat. Yeah, I don't think so. All right, listen, folks, if you need to reach us, it's Dean and Derek. You can get us at deanandderek.com. And uh, this is Let's Go to Work. We'll see you next time. Let's go to work.